morning. Well, shall we open our Bible, the New Testament, First uh, Corinthians chapter 16, only two verses. I put here already in my screen. Uh, shall we all read together? One, two, three, go. I will stay at Ephesus until Pentecost because a great door for effective work has opened to me. Well, this is only one verse. Uh, well, uh, this morning my sharing is going to be great door for effective work. Well, as a missionary working country to countries, I have seen many, many different things are happening. But the, I'm going to share that can be most like my own perspectives. So it can be different from other people, but what I'm going to share, this is my own perspective. Now, in mission worldwide, mission world currently, there are many, many challenges, but I just want to say two major challenges this morning. One challenge, challenge one, that is actually the mission we call stronghold for the remaining unevangelized countries. Remaining task. As well as there are strong opposition, persecutions, and this we call stronghold. For example, this kind of place we said usually Islam world is well-known place that persecution, opposition. This is, we all understand. But let's say, what if country like this is recent country? And actually, as even mission, mission or mission working people, we even did not think about things happen in this country like this recently. You see, that is the biggest church in China, you know, evangelical church in China. And even their members, almost 50,000. But it's not long ago, not many, many decades ago, this year, this church is just demolished. Can you see that? Can you see the scene? This is happening. It was really, really unexpected things. 21st century in this world. Not only that, <clears throat> churches. Of course, here in Australia, top of the steeples, that is not significant, but as a Koreans or Chinese or some other countries, the cross in the church, that symbols kind of evangelicals or protestants. So the cross in China, so many, many churches, tens of thousands of churches, cross are demolishing right now. It's unbelievable. It was really, really, we never expected these things happen. This is currently. Of course, that is not always bad news this kind of happening. Because I, I said reversal. Recently, really recently, I met one of the key leaders 
in China. He expressed, he interpreted this way. You understand, you can read it, what he said. And uh, you see, he interpreted this way. And uh, you see, the last word, what he said. Well, we will see what will happen. And then not only this place, some other place like uh, <clears throat> India, so many, many missionaries, even last couple of years, 80% of the mission working in India, they kicked out. Did you know that? This is happening. So we knew that this will happen because the stronghold getting bad to worse. So this is we call then another challenge. <clears throat> that is a stronghold, challenge to, to the stronghold. And then another one. That is uh, decreasing the missionary numbers, current missionary numbers. It's not slightly reducing, declining greatly. So we all know that if you see world mission movement, of course, British church, they did really, really tremendous, great work. They did very, very important role for world mission, you know, ex expansion. They did it. And then afterwards, American, also they are also British descendants. We all know that. They did even more missionaries. They sent more missionaries to many more countries in the world. Even American missionaries, they came to all the way up to Korea for the first time. 120 years ago, that the first missionary came to Korea from America. They did great, great role for world mission movement. Then, now, U.S. mission, like, British, like here, British missionaries now, not only declining slightly, but declined greatly. This is this is British mission. And then American mission, the U.S. missions, of course, they are the largest mission-sending country in the world currently. But the U.S. missionaries, they are also declining greatly. And then also your people, Pacific missionary, you sent missionaries so many countries. You did your work, your role. Even you sent your missionaries to Korea. We were benefited by a lot by Pacific missionaries. Even many of old missionaries, you came to Korea 100 years ago, and they planted churches, and they built a clinic or orphanage. You did schools. You did great work. We, as a Korean, we owe you a lot. But now, if you go to here, Currently, you know, you will know what is going on here. The missionaries, 
the numbers of missionaries declined greatly here in Australia too. What about Korea? Korea is you know, as known world's second largest missionary sending countries. Now, now, you know that. Second to U.S. We have sent out 30,000 missionaries from Korea. But if you go into Korea, now it's changing. Because the Korean church is getting weaker and weaker. And then missionary numbers from Korea declining. Declining and declining. This is really sad. So, we, we all know that world mission, world mission, the great task is not finished yet. It has to continue. But the major missionary sending country like British, US, Pacific, and Korean, the numbers and the power of their spirituality is getting weak and weak. We all aware of that. So what should we do from here? What would the Lord interpret this situation currently? He is the master of the harvest. He is the Lord of world mission. What would he interpret this situation? So, we recently we have started new ministry called International Mission Mobilization. That is looking for new missionary forces from newly uh, potential sending countries. So our role is finding, mobilizing mission for the newly sending, potential sending countries. And then mobilizing and recruiting. And then collaborating with on-site church, local churches. And then assisting to send their missionaries to the field and assisting, assisting for member cares for the missionaries. Now, whilst we, having to, we, whilst we are doing this work, we have seen some important changes are taking place at the moment. For example, this one, we, you have seen this picture. These different colors we call affinity blocks. Affinity blocks means commonalities in linguistics and the cultural and the economic and political is common area. So all those colored area is linguistic, cultural, and economic, and political is a similarity. So we call affinity block, those places. So, for example, I will give you one example. This place, that circle place, we call Horn of Africa, country called Somalia, world least evangelized country. Practically, missionary cannot go into that country. It's true. Mission agencies, we cannot go into that country. But if you see the country like neighboring countries, even the, the country border, political border is there, 
but actually people group, their affinity people group, Somali, many, many Somali people living in Ethiopia. And large numbers, they're living in even Kenya. They're using, they used to use same language, language, same language, same culture. But because of political reason, the country called, this is Somalia, this is Ethiopia, this is Kenya. But actually, there are similarities, commonalities in those areas. So, now, for example, if you see this picture, the green colored, the border is here, so between Somali and Ethiopia and Kenya, in a sense, to them, that border doesn't make big sense. They can see their neighbors, well, your village belongs to Somalia, our village belongs to Ethiopia, but we are the same family group before. If these people, let's say Somali people, can go to those countries, they're the best people. So here, now, well, I will mention more about it. And then there are Somali missionary candidates whom I have met recently. These are the missionary candidates. Those who are willing to go into those places where we cannot go in. And for example, this one, the circled area, that is a uh, we call Afghanistan and Pakistan, all those areas. So if we see the circle place, there is another city called Lahore, Pakistan. If you go into that city, there are, they said, 4,000 churches existing in that city. Did you know that? And then 400,000 Christian, protest Christians, they are there. And then 10 seminaries and 30 Bible school, Bible colleges are there. This is the city called Lahore. So if we go to this country, I will mention this one, India. As I said, India missionary work in India, they kicked out. Keep kicking out, deporting now. But if we go here, this the circle place, North East India. It's India, but people group, they are different from the mainland Indians. If you go that map detail, you will see this picture, surrounded by least, least evangelized people. Surrounded, can you see that? All that surrounded that state. But if you go, statistics, the percentage of unevangelized people, you can see. That is, they located in the middle of least evangelized people, this place. But who are those people then? Who are those Northeast Indians? If you go into them, you will see this one. They are the highest evangelical people living there. Not Catholics are not included. Mostly Baptist, Baptist, Baptist conventions, and then few Presbyterian denomination. But all of them, I would say, 
They are the Baptist believers. Very, very active believers. If you go their churches, oh, tens of thousands of people are gathering. You, you can't believe that. This one is a, this year, this one is a, this year, April, Sunday service. This church, the members, they said, registered members, 30,000. Sunday regular coming, 20,000 people are coming on Sunday. One church. Did you know that church, that kind of church in India? Wow. Seminaries. Everywhere. Bible colleges and seminaries. In India. Beautiful young people, potential young people, full of passion. Young people, they are there. You see their face. They're, are they like Indians? They are more like Asian faces. You can see. Then, what about Vietnam? Many people, well, Vietnam is kind of close country, communist country. If you go in, you will see, you will, you will be amazed. There are also around three, 4,000 Protestant churches there. And then they said, two million believers. Two million believers. Young people, young pastors. In Vietnamese population, 70% of the national population, they are youth. Wow. They're the Vietnamese. Churches in Vietnam, young people. Did you know that there are so many young people like that? And uh, Bible school, seminary students. Wow. Lord, reserved people here and there. And the pastors, and even Egypt, they say it's practically outsiders to reach Arab world is very, very challenging. Very, very challenging. So nowadays they say Arab to Arabs. They said, this is, things are going. Churches in Egypt, politically, 8 million Christians, including Coptic believers. But if you go into the real statistics, it's 16 million believers, they said. Double. Even nowadays, the Coptic churches in Egypt, there are some movement for world mission. You see, I was giving a le lesson for the Coptic main Vatican church. Evangelical priest, he is in charge of mission. He was a burning heart for world mission. And uh, our people, we train. We are training local people, kairos, or simply mobilization, simply mo mobilizing. It's really effect, effect, very, very influence to, to Egyptian leaders. And the people respond to the world mission now. You see, the people, Egyptians are joining, and then Romanian. Churches in Romania. People say Romania is orthodox country. Yes, true. But you go into Romania, there are 
couple millions Protestant believers. They are there. This is mission seminar, not for Sunday, Thursday, and Tuesday, normal weekday. We hosted mission seminar. You can see how many pastors and people, leaders, attended. We never expected having so many people eager to learn, eager to listen about word, mission. And young people, wow, beautiful Christian young people, they are there. And even Sunday, I only, because of time, I couldn't go many churches, but only a couple of churches I spoke on Sunday service. Sunday morning service, every evangelical church in Romania, service time, three hours. <laughs> Not one hour. If you go one hour, present worship, full hour. One hour, prayers. And one hour, listening word of God. No move. Even people sit quietly for three hours. And even Sunday evening, other church, I was really surprised. Sunday evening service, they said normally it took two and a half hours. This is Romanian church. There are some kind of movement. Young people could respond to world mission. If you go and see. Now, as I said, decreasing numbers from former missionary sending countries like Britain, America, Australia, and Korea, all those, Germany, Switzerland, Holland, all those places, missionaries are declining numbers. I show the pictures like this. Because that is very, very natural. Because the Christian population, Western Christian population is getting less and less. You see there, getting less. Then non-Western believers getting more and more. Same way, increasing missionary numbers from like Egypt. Wow, this country, Egypt. Oh, sorry, Ethiopia. Did you know that Ethiopian church, they are the highest missionary, largest missionary sending country in Africa. Did you know that? Burning heart. Mission movement. And African, 200 million Christians. There are. And India, as I shared. And Egypt, as I shared. Vietnam. Oh, even Indonesia. We haven't gone through Indonesia yet. And even Philippines. All those non-Western countries. They are there. From everywhere to everywhere. Not only from Britain, not only from America, not only from Australia or Korea. Missionaries coming out from different countries. So you like football, huh? But Australian football and the original football is different. <laughs> I've never seen Australian football like this before. I saw it only this time. I didn't see that over playground, which was really strange. But anyways, you look. 
This is, I would say, one of the most famous football clubs in the world currently, Manchester United. You see that. Season 1976-77, that season, you can see the players and coaches. 100% they are pure, pure Caucasian British English people. You can see that. There was Manchester United, proud of English football team. But now, if you see, season 2018 now. <laughs> Only two British people playing. All of the best players joined together, joined force. They're winning. They're winning and winning and winning. The best players from other nations. This is what we need now. Mission world now. This is Korean football team, my country. But who is the coach? He's not Korean. He's Portuguese. This is Western people. He came to help Korean football team. And then what about this Japanese team? Their coach is not Japanese. You see, he's Bosnian, Western person. What about Chinese team? <laughs> Players are their Chinese, but the coach is from Italian coach. What about Malaysian teams? What about African Nigerian teams? Coach is from Germany. It's an African, not African. What about Cameroon teams, famous African football teams. The coach is from Belgium. You see what I want to say. This is fact, reality. Christian population is decreasing in the Western world, and non-Western world Christian is increasing. So that's why missionary numbers in, in proportion. Numbers are increasing and decreasing. So what do we need? We need your mission experiences. Like a Western coach come to Korea and Japan, help Korean team. We need, we Korean people, we would like to help those newly sending countries like India or Vietnam or Philippines. But one problem we confronted, that is language. English, we are not, we don't have English heritage. We are not English-speaking people. You have English heritage. You have a profound mission experience. You have a long time Christian history. This is time for you to use your heritage for world mission movement. This is what we need, really. We call good collaborations on the other world. The Lord is, mission is kind of wave, moving. Not only the Lord used only one country. The Lord used country to other countries. Wave goes and goes and goes again like this way. This time, we are very much obvious, as I show it to you, the Lord is going to use former mission field 
like India or China or Africa or Asian countries going to be missionary sending countries. Let me share last word and I will hand over my mic. These people, I met them a few weeks ago in Korea. They are from Pakistan, the, the place I mentioned about Lahore, Lahore in Pakistan, northern city. And he said, in their cities, that much seminaries, Bible colleges, and churches. But he said, he has never ever heard mission, even one church, one person talking about world mission before he came to Korea. His father was a pastor. His grandfather was pastor. His brother is pastor. He's been moving different seminaries and colleges. But as his experience, he has never heard about mission, terminal term of mission in Pakistan before he came to Korea. So now he heard about mission. His heart is burning. He said, I am going back to my country. I will try to organize seminaries and colleges and churches. Would you people can come to my country, to my place, to my city, then tell them about mission, teach them about mission, so that they can go to neighboring countries like Afghanistan. It's a similar affinity block. We can go there easily, they say. This is your role to use your mission heritage, your Christian heritage, for this world mission purpose. May the Lord bless your church, door of hope, your church greatly. Let us pray. Dear Lord, thank you for this morning. Thank you for the short challenge you have given to us, understanding current world mission situation. Lord, Help us to participate. Help us to step forward and step in to your mission movement, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray.